0: And this is what it's like. It's like feeding, you know, a crack addiction or whatever addiction you've got—chocolate, you know, yeah. sex, um, whatever. Um, you're you, you're trying to feed it, and mm. you're chasing that win. Mm. Well, so you think you're really mm. chasing the loss because you're trying to make your money back. It was the sitting at home on my own with my own thoughts, thinking, "Shit, what have I done? What am I doing?" But you can't control it because the next week your pay's come coming. You're like, "Right, I'm going to win." Mm. And then all of a sudden you'd win the jacket, you know what I mean? Mm. And you're pulling out two, three, four thousand dollars 4000 and you, you, you're checking that at the bank. Mm. But while you're waiting that to clear, oh, I've got another 50, Ill, let's put that in. All of a sudden, yeah, you might have three or four grand pending, Yeah, but you've blown that last 50 for petrol. Oh.
1: Hello and welcome to Humans. I'm Luke McCredden and this is episode 12. That voice you're hearing off the top is the voice of Rob Metalli. Uh, Rob and I go back a fair way. We worked together as basically kids out of school. We did our baker's apprenticeships together. We ran amok uh, in our you know, 18, 17, 16, 18 year olds. We had a lot of fun. I haven't caught up with Rob in a long, long time and what you're going to hear in this episode um, can be somewhat confronting. Uh, We talk about some pretty heavy stuff. Rob uh, has battled an 18-year gambling addiction, which he is now, or as of recording this, 85 days into recovery. Um, I really appreciate Rob wanting to open up about this and, and talk about it. It's a big deal. It's a great opportunity to talk to someone like Rob about it. I hope you get something out of it and I hope you can share with someone who might be able to relate and and perhaps encourage them to seek some help. But otherwise, it's a great insight into what some people go through in life. This is episode 12 with Rob Mattelli. How are you, man? Yeah, good, man. I'll tell you one thing. That I just thought of. I was trying to think about the last time we actually really caught up. Because I, I just couldn't think of it for the life of me. Like, we we spent so many hours together when we were working as smart-ass little bakers. Monkey spankers in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's yeah. been so long, man, and it's so good to see you. Yeah, thanks, man. It's good yeah. to see you. It's, um... I I always think, when I was telling my wife about catching up with you and doing a podcast and started telling her a bit about you, I'm like, it just brought a smile to my face. Do you remember how much fun we used to have in the bakery? And just to put it in perspective for anyone listening, two guys who were probably 17, 18 at the start, working in a bakery at one, two in the morning Guns and Roses metallic <laughs> at noise levels that are just dangerous to anyone's ears. But fuck, they were good days. They were. They were tough. They were. Mm.
0: Especially young, men. Yeah. They were so young. Like 16, 17, getting up at midnight, working and working with a different demographic of people, too. Remember? Yeah. Like it was. Yeah. We were almost like um, outcasts, really. But um,
1: I think they adapted and we adapted well, which was good. Well, the thing is with it. And, and, I, and I, I, I truly mean this, it's, it, it's a tough gig, right? So you sort of got, as you say, a real mix of people that work in those jobs and I think for young guys doing it like we were, the naivety of it was probably good for us to be a bit naive in the fact that the hours we work or the hours bakers work or, and chefs in a lot of cases are not, not great, not healthy, Not for the brain. No. No. And and not even your social
0: life either, if you think about it. No, totally.
1: Yeah. Totally.
0: Like getting up at midnight, one o'clock, you can't go out really before. If you do, you'd come into work pissed as a parrot, Mm. smelling like Mm. crap, red-eyed like we used to be, and then get accused (laughs) of doing shit that we weren't doing. Yeah. uh, Well,
1: in some (laughs) cases we were, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But But the, yeah. yeah... It was different. But the social life thing's interesting. You say that because I always talk about that still now, and I think it affected, definitely affected, um, my f- friendships back then. With mm. you know, th- you sort of leaving school mm. at an age where you should just be out every night partying mm. and hanging out with friends. Mm. We lost a lot of that.
0: But we still had a, the band and that. Remember, like, yeah, yeah totally. Like, and from that. So there was a different sort of platform as well. Like yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it wasn't no social life. It was yeah. just a different social life yeah. to a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Instead of partying on weekends, we were doing it weekdays.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Got Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> what's What's open on a Monday yeah, night? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lower <laughs> hotel till 10. <laughs> that yeah. good. But it was good. But it, like I said, you know, thinking about the times – yeah, it does bring a smile to my face. It were good times yeah. as much as they were tough ones. And yeah. we met some amazing people. Yeah.
0: I Actually, um, I bumped into an old security guard. I forget his name. Um, but he goes, you look so familiar. He goes, where the would I know you from? I said, oh, I don't know, man. He goes, you've ever done security? And I said, nah, what about you? And he's like, yeah, Greensboro Plaza. And I just went, oh, shit. Like <laughs> okay, yeah. I worked at Bakers a lot. He's like, that's right. You worked with Mick. Yeah. And it was like you and a big fella called, what was his name? The one with the mohawk? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Luke. And then there was Luke McCredden. And yeah. he's like, that's right. You guys used to all throw shit at Scully's. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. And but it's, he picked me from a mile That's amazing, I, it's isn't it? It's been 20 years, 25 years. Crazy. I, mean, I was just like, what the?
1: Anyway. So the, I mean, you know, it feels like a different life. Life, I can't, you know, it was a, it was a different lifetime ago. Yeah. And I, I'm so keen to catch up with you. I know, you know, everyone goes their different ways. And I haven't really had a proper chat with you, but you're keen to have a chat about yeah. your life since those days.
0: Yeah, so... I was about eighteen years old, man. I was we were down at the pub actually, and I was there with someone who was older than us, obviously. And they've chucked a twenty buck note in the poker machine and pulled out fifteen hundred dollars. Mm. And back then we were on what six hundred bucks a week. Oh yeah, max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, I thought, wow, how good's that? So the next week I went down there and threw in, what, 200 bucks or something, ended up losing it. And that's when it all started, by age of 18. Um, by the way, my name's Rob, and I am a compulsive gambler, uh, for anyone that's listening. Um, I am 87 days no gamble at the moment, which is good. I wow. go to Gamblers Anonymous um, in Watsonia. And, yeah, it's probably the most hardest addiction to get rid of, to be honest. Yeah. So up from 18 up until 85 well, or six days ago, I reckon I've dropped about a quarter of a million
1: dollars. Far out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I know you did mention it to me the other day, that, and that was the first I'd heard about it from you, and, and, and I really appreciate you wanting to chat about it because mm. obviously you feel there's a strong need for – for Guys, or for anyone to be open enough to talk about it massively, it's yeah. something with all in all honesty. I, I, I don't, I could, you know, I don't know about, you know, um, even you hearing you say it's one of the hardest addictions t- to crack.
0: Well, that next to sex, believe it or not,
1: really, yeah. it's amazing, yeah. you know. And, and this, you know, this is what has been one of the biggest eye openers about this podcast for me is learning. I've just been learning every episode I've been doing and I really am grateful that mm. you've come in and... No, absolutely. And w- so, I mean... Ask away, mate. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. <laughs> but, I, I mean, it's great that you've... What, we. I mean, we'll go back, but 80 f- days, 84 day, 85, 85 days? eighty five, eighty five days. How did you get to that point 85 days ago? I was laying in bed, actually, and
0: something had happened anyway i was a little bit upset and my old lady messaged me mind you she was only upstairs in the next room so <laughs> technology yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mobile phones these days um and she's like are you all right son and i was like yeah no nah, not really and i said look it's, i've just got some shit going on um but i don't want to sort of talk to you about it because you'll get upset And Mm. it's just not a stress that they need at the moment And she said you know you can talk to me about anything And I was like you know what I've got a gambling addiction First of all she was like Actually before I told her that She said look you're not sick are you And I said nah And she's like are you sure you're you're not dying And I said no 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 She's like are you gay Like and you can't come out And I was like no mum I'm not gay Like uh, yeah I've got a gambling addiction and she was like, look, it can be fixed. You know?
1: what, was that her initial reaction?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's like, we're your family. We're here to help you. Like, t- talk to me. What's wrong? And just from there. And then it was actually a text message I re- received from cash converters because I hocked a $5,000 pair of diamond earrings that I'd bought for 600 bucks just so I could walk across from Cashies to the pub in Greensboro.
1: Wow.
0: And – Pump that six hundred into, yeah, the pokes.
1: Yeah, wow. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, straight away, and I and I do, and I, I haven't seen your family for a long, long time, but I do know that you're you've, you're a tight knit family, which is great. Mm. What I what I love about that is you've got that support. What's sad is not it's not always the case, is nah. it? You know, um, so. It, can we can we go back, Rob, and talk a bit about because I pr- would have known you. Yep, and that just hit me a few minutes ago when yep. you said that. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's a little. I'm sort of a bit thrown. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, no one that did. detail until right now.
0: No one did. So paydays um, would rock up, and this is what it's like. It's like feeding, you know, a crack addiction or whatever addiction you've got. Chocolate, you know, yep. sex. Um, whatever, um, you're you, you're trying to feed it and mm. you're chasing that win. Mm. Well, so you think. You're really mm. chasing the loss because you're trying to make your money back.
1: Yeah. So that 200 became 600. Was Was it instant though? You talked about when you went back into the pub, dropped a couple of hundred and lost it. Yeah. Was it for you, and I, I don't know, maybe you, you can't remember it, but was that, Fuck I need to get that back instant Or was it You went home and went Ah oh, fuck that was shit but, per- but then later yeah. You got the bug again what, Yeah nah Me personally
0: here? was straight Oh I gotta get that money back So the next week I went back in with another 200 Dropped that And Pulled out another 4
1: And That obviously didn't Cause this is the thing You know It's easy to sit here and think Alright you got your money back Go home and Have lunch But that just spurred it on? Or? Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. It just went on and on. And so with that comes, you know, you're not sleeping because you're stressing about, oh, I miss me, uh, you know, me. And at that, that stage, I had a mortgage already mm. or at 21 or 22. And so I'd missed the payment and I thought, oh. Got to get, get it back. Get that money back. And it just snowballed, yeah, and it just kept going and going and going, and then it led from that to poker, going to the Cass. yeah, um, not not all the time, but yeah, well, the it
1: majority of it was the machines, yeah, 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 yeah. and then so, so, um, we're talking. How old are you now? My age, yeah, thirty six. Yep, Yeah. Yep. So it's. Solid almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Has it been constant throughout the last 18 years? No. So early days it was,
0: oh, it would have been for about eight, six months, I reckon. Mm. And then I stopped for a little bit. And then I got back on and stopped again. And
1: what were the cues? What were the triggers?
0: Do you know? Oh, mate, you'd be at... Having a beer Yeah uh, Down at the lower Yeah I'll chuck a 50 in Yeah And you have okay. seen all the big Simple boys That we were around you know Like Yeah Easily dropping four or five hundred bucks No yeah. worries And And not scoffing at it And Oh well, let's mm. keep up kind of thing Yeah yeah And it, By that stage though I'd already Dropped a lot mm. Um and Then the horses as well And But the horses I wasn't really uh, It wasn't my thing mm. Um But the pokes, yeah, I I found myself before work, you know, driving past the venue, I'll slip in here for 10 minutes, you know. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And how did it affect your work life, social life? Did it or did you hide it? Of course
0: it did. It affected everything. Um, I started getting just down in the dumps, man. Like I couldn't go out for that beer because the money I had, I was putting on the pokes. Couldn't go out to a nightclub because, mm. you know, mm. I was going to the post. But with that came, you know, other things as well. So I was doing silly things to make that extra money, uh, which we won't go into at the moment. But, um, yeah, just every cent I had was going, mm. you yeah? And then eventually I thought, well, I've got to pay me mortgage and that. So I was getting that out of the way mm. and living at home, teaching guitar as well well, you know, at that stage, mm. mate, I'd have five, six hundred bucks to blow a week. Mm. And it was just all gone. Mm. You know what I mean? And then eventually, what, fast forwarding a bit, it got to 24 or 25 years of age. And it was just every week, paycheck to paycheck, yeah.
1: smashing the pokies. Did anyone know? Was there anyone? Know? No. No. Not that I was that bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like to go, to go, and smash a hundred on the pokes um, before work was not
1: uncommon for you, uh, yeah. for me. It, is it something that there are other people doing the same thing? Do you recognise? Mate, yeah, mate.
0: I'd get there. At, we'll say eleven o'clock at night, right? And I'd throw a hundred in and it, mate, I, it. Look, if it, if it was a good night, I'd pull out money. Yeah. But I'd be there for at least 55 minutes, getting to work a couple of minutes late. And you'd go back after work and there'd be people at the door that you'd seen there when you left.
1: You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Did you identify that, though, and think, fuck, I don't want to be like that? Yeah, but I didn't give a fuck at the time. Yeah, you didn't care. So it wasn't worrying you? Nah.
0: It was, not, look, it was self-destruction, yeah? Yeah. So the money side of it wasn't worrying me because I was making enough. Uh, I was working as a baker and peanuts, but the, the music teaching was...
1: It was enough to get by. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha.
0: Yeah, and then it was the sitting at home on my own with my own thoughts thinking, shit, what have I done? What am I doing? But you can't control it because the next week your pay's coming in, you're like, right, I'm going to win. Mm. And then all of a sudden you'd win the Jackie, you know what I mean? Mm. And you're pulling out two, three, four thousand dollars 4000 and you, you're checking that at the bank, mm. but while you're waiting that to clear, oh, I've got another fifty. Let's put that in. All of a sudden, yeah, you might have three or four grand pending. Yeah, but you've blown that last fifty for petrol.
1: Yeah, you
0: know what I mean. So yeah. then, then you're hitting up your parents mm. or your mates. Yeah, you know? and I did a lot of dumb, dumb shit, man, like that. I'm not proud of back then, and mm. uh, just the lies that comes with it. And, yep. You know. You, yeah, it's it's poison. Really, is it's like a cancer. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: when your mum asked, "Are you sick?" Is there an element of you that sort of thinks, "Well, yeah." Now there is. Yeah, I am sick. Yeah. yeah, it makes me sick. But do you feel better about thinking that it makes you sick to think about? Because in 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 some form, it's is that a, is that a step in sort of recovery? I don't know. I'm spitballing. I've I've I, you know, it's hard to relate and I hope you don't mind me asking. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah of
0: course. No, look, so yeah, it does. It makes me sick. Hmm. To think that I'm sick, but I am sick.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But are you are you somewhat proud that you've you're in the 85 days? Nothing
0: of, to be proud of, man. I'm a gambler and and really I'm just a shit cunt. Like, if you think about it, well, no. But not 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 as a person. My values are still there. Yeah. My morals are still there. Yeah. I've got that back.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm a shit can gambler. And anyone that gambles and thinks that they're doing the right thing, mm. they've got rocks in their head, mate. Because you're not only you're hurting yourself, you're hurting your kids if you've got them, your mm. family. Mm. You know what I mean? I see these people that gamble all this money away, and they'll be there for hours and hours and hours. They probably got kids and a partner at home, mate.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Where are they getting all this money from? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do, I
1: do, but I also think, um, and that's my personal opinion. Yeah, sure, like, sure, do sure. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But there's got to be an element of um, any addiction or or illness, as you say, where it, when the recovery kicks in, you start believing in yourself again as a, as a human. I know your values have, have always been strong and 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 good, mm. right? And this is even before I knew anything about. Gambling and whatever You've always been one that had great values mm. As a person mm. You've obviously You can identify that But you're also identifying yourself as not a great person mm. But now 85 days into recovery Can you sort of go I'm, I'm on the mend I need to maybe Think Better about myself Yeah, Or is that part of it
0: I think I think that'll – look, I am starting to. Like, I am good enough. But it wasn't so much that it wasn't good enough at the time. It was more like – I don't know, man. I just wanted to blow my head off, to be honest. You know what I mean? It wasn't even about good enough or not good enough yeah. or – or it was just the fact that what am I doing? I'm just blowing everything I have mm. and, and it's getting to my head. And yeah. then it's all psychological, man. But it's not like – Yeah. No, you're – actually, yeah, I am starting to feel like I am good enough. Good. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I am worth it. You know what I mean? And that's why I've made changes into my lifestyle as well. So the 12-step program, it's there for a reason. I won't go into it. um, That's cool. Because it's – there's things that, you know, you can and can't talk about, obviously. But – and whatever happens in those meetings stays in those those meetings. But the process that's behind it, it does work. Yep. And – yeah, you're right. Actually, you make a good point. You, you, you do start feeling better about yourself and that you are worth it. But at the end of the day, for someone to do that, that they are, you know, they're a shit fucker, mate. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be going and supporting. You got to remember, the government's putting these mm. pokies in place
1: for so, a reason. So, how do you feel about that? The government, like, the, the situation that it's so easy to gamble. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: And these sporting clubs that are now pulling out of owning these venues, like, good on them. Yeah. Like, put a stop to it. Yeah. Because I see kids as young as 17 walking in there mm. with fake IDs mm. And I'm like, man, like when we were 16, 17, we were playing in a band down Phillip Island or mm, Northcote yeah. Town Hall, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and sneaking in a couple of sneaky cans, Jimmy mate. cans or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, mate. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and going to the movies. And now yeah. they're like, yeah. you know, getting on the on on the ice pipe, and they're gambling, and they're going around stabbing each other. And I'm thinking, this is like, yeah, it's, it all connects. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it's just they they got to put a stop. Mm. They have to put a stop to pokey machines, or at least, at least have some sort of limit. Now, they've put a limit on withdrawing mm. money from a venue. Okay, well, that's at five hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, what, what about when you were in the venues um, over over the time? Did you ever felt? Did you ever feel or, or have anyone try and say to you, "That's enough, mate"? Like event person from the venue? I should one say one person. In in eighteen years, tried to say to you one
0: person, and that was about six months ago. Right when I dropped about eight hundred, nine hundred bucks in the space of two hours, someone came up and said something. What'd they say? I actually, I went up to withdraw more, a little bit more money because yeah. she's seen me go to the ATM uh, at a bank. Yeah, and then she's, I've gone up to the counter, and she's like, "That's enough, isn't it, mate?" And I was like, listen, we've the cash. Don't tell me what to do. You're not me missus. You're not me mother. So shut up. Really? And she was just like, no worries. Customer comes first.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because for me, and, and just thinking about it, surely the people in these venues know full and well that someone's been there for a certain amount of time and – Dropped a fair bit of money.
0: Here's the kicker. Why do you think they come up and offer you free coffee, free drinks? I don't want to keep you there. It's
1: disgusting. With all, due It's respect. not their fault. Is, well, yeah, I guess, yeah.
0: It's not their fault. Yeah. They're doing a job. They're told to do that. Mm. I'm not going to – it could be the ve- the actual venue or it could be a conspiracy, mate, even the government telling them, you know. Well, mm. yeah, I don't know, but
1: – Yeah, 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 gotcha.
0: From what I see – my thoughts are that if they're coming up and they're offering you free stuff, mm-hmm. oh well, they're giving me free coffee That's the incentive to stay yeah. wherever you are. Yeah. yeah. Why well, wouldn't you go back? Yeah. Or why wouldn't you stay another if three if hours? If
1: you're if you're if you're at Bunnings and they offer you free coffee, you go. Yeah, I'll hang around at home. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Mm. So it,
0: it's it's shocking, to be honest.
1: We, when I say we, um, I guess in the public, um, you do hear of. Gambling addictions. You, you don't hear too many stories about the people and the lives that it's affecting. Really, there are every now and then ad campaigns, but probably not strong enough. But what you do hear from time to time is it gets to a point where people take their own lives.
0: Yeah.
1: That frightening was like I don't know whether I'm crossing a line here, but no. you know, was there has there been times where it's almost gotten to that level?
0: Multiple times, so I, I've just been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Um, Was that? What does that mean? Oh, i fucked in the head. No. Do you know what I mean? Like crazy. Uh, a little bit. So I've got my, my moods alter. Right. I'll go at the flick of a switch. Mm. Um, someone might say something, and it'll jog something in me in my mind, and all of a sudden I'll just feel like I'm sad. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. I just want to cry in the corner. Yeah, and then. Two minutes later, I'll hear something else and I'll just be banged back up. Yeah. Or I'll be angry. Okay. Or someone will say something silly and it won't even be that bad and I'll just want to rip their heads off. Yeah. um, That's not from the gambling. Um, That's just a chemical imbalance in my brain. Sure. Um, But the depression and anxiety side of it, um, it's gotten to the point before where, you know, one time I was sitting there on my couch and, you know, It was after my divorce actually, Um, probably two years after and I was sitting there on my couch with my German Shepherd and I thought, you know what, it wouldn't be hard to take this whole bottle of Xanax and I've grabbed a handful and then I've looked over and she was just looking at me like, don't do it.
1: The dog? What are you doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah? And I just thought, fuck. It looked at me like, just here. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Mm. Like, what are you doing? So I've like put them down. And that's the closest I've come. Um, but it, it's never that bad. You mm. just need to ask for help. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I had a lot of other stuff going on. Like I said, a divorce. Um, that's part of the reason why we split up. Um, I dropped 40K in, yeah, what, wow. six months? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's $40,000 that we didn't have Yeah, that yeah. I'd gambled and, Um, I sort of stopped for a while there. Um, and then I think I met, I started coming good. Actually, I wasn't gambling. I was doing all right. Then I met my ex partner and we were together for three years and we'd go to bingo on that. And that, that was different for me. Like it wasn't, Mm. You'd spend 300 bucks, we'd go maybe once a month. You'd buy your books, you might win the jackpot, you might not. But she was controlling the money, so it was. Mm. I, I didn't have that urge to go and gamble yeah, again. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then when we split up, it just all kicked off again, man. Yeah. And it's since November last year, up until 85 days ago, uh, close to 60,000. I've dropped. Wow.
1: Yep. Yeah. So. Um, so was it a, yeah. So what, did you use gambling as a bit of a release for, for yourself in that particular last couple of years? Self-destruction. Giving up.
0: Fuck it. Let's do it. All in. Wow. All in. I yeah. go to the cast and, and since, since November, I started a new job as well at that time. And the money was just like grass. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Commission on top of your base wage, and you know I'd see every second or third fortn or every second or third pay, which is fortnightly pay, mm. you know four thousand dollars going into my bank account, yeah, and I was just like, mate, hey, licking me lips, straight to the cash, a thousand bucks on red straight away, boom, win or lose, <clears throat> still got another three grand, three thousand dollars to go, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's a thought, and it's a thought process. I can't. It's hard. It's hard to relate to. Yeah. because a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. Or can't. Can't relate. Can't relate. But but yeah, but at the same time, it must be a, it's a big issue affecting a lot of lives, right? Huge. So you, you, you in particularly, again, in the last 85 days would have met at least a group of people that are in the same boat as you. Yep. Has that been good for you? Obviously the recovery process is, is the aim is for it to be good for you, but meeting the people, or is that? Almost turned into an an enabler. Oh, it, it has been good because it made me
0: realise that I'm not that bad, even though I was bad.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, there, were, there, were, there were there were I don't want to say w- like play you down, but were there more severe situations where more was getting lost, and 100%. Not, not just money. And
0: and exactly, yeah. it wasn't just money, but families broken up. Yeah. And yeah. Obviously, I can't go into it. No, no, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like privacy and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, there'd be, yeah, there's there's people that I've met. And not just there. Like I've gone to other meetings as well. Like They're everywhere. Mm. Um, Narcotics Anonymous. I went to one, a couple of those because mm. it's all the same shit. You know what I mean? You could talk about, you know, your addiction. But the Gambler's one, Gambler's Anonymous. There's been people there that have been gambling 20, 30, 40 years and just can't get it
1: can they just can't stop mm. yeah can't stop you know what i mean it's it's um is there enough of a leverage is there enough for people that want help to get it yeah there is
0: there could be more but there's there's a lot isn't there yeah okay you got a meeting every day of the week you can go to okay depends where you are
1: what was how did you was it hard for you to go to the first one uh yeah, it was
0: because I was so in denial and I didn't want to sort of
1: believe it and I actually what, what can I stop you there? What do you mean denial? Like you did you not I didn't have a gambling addiction, man. So even up till eighty five days ago you didn't think you had a gambling nah, addiction? I was
0: just self destruction and I was like stuff it it wasn't an addiction, right. it was just boredom. Okay. And then I went to my first meeting and I thought, Oh shit, I've got an addiction. Like I'm addicted to gambling. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't addicted, man. Not at all. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. And look, yeah, you do. It's it's a it's a similar story to when you do hear people, whether it's gambling or drugs or alcohol or whatever it is. It's it's never a problem until they, yeah. till you walk them, through those walk doors. Through doors. Yeah. yeah. And and like, but what did you think though when you dropped sixty k from November to eighty five days ago? It was just a you were just doing it for. Self destruction because you just sort of didn't care, cracked the shits, given up. Yep. thought fuck it. Yeah, wow. It's it's so interesting to hear that. my luck's got to change sometime. Yeah. Did you believe that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'd go in there and on the pokey machine you've got your your minor, your major, and your grand jackpot, and I'd always look at that grand. I'm like, today it's got to go off, man. It's fourteen, fifteen, eighteen thousand. Yeah. Let's do it today. This spin, boom, 100 bucks straight off the bat, 400 bucks next. You'd win 1,000, right? So, on top of that 1,000, you've got your 400 or 500. So, I'm a thousand bucks up, 1,500 bucks in my hands. Right, let's go again. And I'd smash four, 500 bucks at a time. $5 spins, boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden, not only have you lost your money, but your winnings. Mm. And I couldn't get it through my head take the winnings.
1: Yeah. And walk away,
0: and spend the rest, or just take your winnings and walk away. Yeah, couldn't get it. Yeah, not. A, I'm not addicted, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And still, I'd walk out and be like, I'm not addicted. Yeah, ah, it's just something
1: I do, man. Like, yeah, A hobby. Yeah, yeah. Just bored. <laughs> it's amazing. And the how did you handle or cope with the with the admission and realization to yourself that you you did have a problem fine you okay with it because i
0: walked in and i thought fuck these guys way worse i'm not not that bad yeah you know what i mean yeah now so did
1: that give you hope that you didn't need help or did it give you hope that i'll hang around and get the help i need yeah
0: Yeah. exactly and i thought you know what and i've stopped i don't need to go every week now and i'm only 80 85 84 however many days Mm. uh no punt but i feel now that As soon as I get that itch, though, like, talking about it now is fine, yeah, but just say I go out tonight for a beer, I'm at a venue, um, I'll see a poker machine going off. If that triggers something in my mind, I will walk out, but Sunday night I'll be at that meeting.
1: Well, that's great. That's a great result, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is. is. You can walk away and then go to the meeting. Except for a
0: month ago where I went to put a $20 note in. Actually, I did. And I thought, went to push the first spin, because I was waiting to get a haircut. Yeah. thought, I'll go to Greensboro Hotel, just get a cold beer or something. Mm. And I thought, oh, I'll have a 20-buck punt, we'll see what happens. And I put it in, I thought, nah, what are you doing? Collect, pulled $20 of coins out, and I walked straight out the door, man. Mm. And I was like, don't So this me. was
1: a month ago. So you were in um, getting... Um how, like you're already into your recovery, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, so the temptation was there. Yeah, hundred percent. You managed to get out of it. Yeah, man, awesome. Twenty bucks now. Twenty dollars is it's nothing. You know but it's mean? not. But it's not the monetary value of that. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. that's not about that. No. That particular moment wasn't about. it. Could have been a million dollars. It yeah, Doesn't matter. No.
0: If I had to put that twenty in and push yep.
1: push go, so is that is that a you know um, if I'm a recovering alcoholic and I have one drink. That fucks me, and it flips me back to day square one. Is that in the same situation? If you, like, if you had to press that button for a spin, where does that put you? Back to square one, or can you go? I fucked up. I'll will keep I'll keep these these um this recovery. That's a good question. Going. I don't want you. I to didn't te- push the button. I don't want you to test that theory. No, I'd no. Rather you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um,
0: I, I, honestly, I don't know because yeah. I didn't push the button. Yep. But okay. to me, look, if I, I know if I had to push play, I would have been there back there that night. Okay.
1: But well, fuck. Good on you. Yeah. The night. So it's awesome. It's um, a great sign. It, yeah, it is. It
0: is. It is. It is. Um, the thing is, now I've got to catch up on all the dead I'm behind on.
1: Yeah. So that, um, yeah, I again, it's is that part of the steps you're in, the, pro, the you know, the progress you're sort of, the steps no. you're taking, or is no, that a that's separate?
0: A, that's part of the fuck-up. Yeah. yeah. Of not paying your car loan. Yeah. Of not paying, you know, mortgage repayments. Mm. Of not paying phone bills. Of not paying personal loans, credit cards. Right? Thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of dollars behind. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I don't have dependents, which is good. Yeah, uh, I moved back to me folks, you know, a year and a half ago,
1: and again, that's great yeah. that you were able to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: it. So, um, I'm catching up. It's been 80 days, and I've caught up, and I'll probably start banking some cash, as of, you know, two weeks time probably, awesome. um, and just move on and just leave it all behind me. But the fact that it's, in my mind, I've got to be cautious. Sure course. And I, I actually, I'll tell you a story. I went out on a date about two months, well, six weeks ago it was. Mm. And she said, meet me at the Croxton Hotel. And I thought, yeah, all right. And I rang her up and said, where are you? She's like, in the beer garden. i like, sweet. Beer gardens outside, undercover, facing whatever road it was. And behind me was a TV running the horses on the speaker tomorrow right was the doors into the pokies yeah and i've just got commentary going here pokies going there mm-hmm. and after about 20 minutes half an hour i was just like you know what we gotta get the fuck out of here she's yeah. like what's going on and i'm like how do you tell a chick that you just met yeah on a date yeah that you're a compulsive gambler mm. you know
1: how do you well,
0: i had to and what was that her reaction why wouldn't you tell me earlier like we wouldn't have come here yeah okay uh, just like you're getting help and I'm like yeah of course I am so it's not as taboo anymore mm. um,
1: no it's a good point actually and it's something that's um, you know it, the whole mental health discussion it's it's not as taboo I still think there's elements of it that are that we need to get rid of because it's not it's not a it's not it's, uh, it's not a thing that we can't talk about it has to be something we can talk about whether mm. it's an addiction whether it's you know mental health in general anxiety depression it's a it's a thing it's part of life right so we you know we talk about everything else it's why can't we talk about that it's still one of those things look i think um i think we've come a long way people have come a long way with that and we are as you say it's not as taboo but i still think there's elements of it that are that we need to get past as mm. a community um, uh,
0: yeah look
1: i never really looked into it man
0: like to me it was just like you're weak-minded and that's it like and and i was one of those people you know what i mean yeah until it happened to me yeah yeah and then i was like why am i always why do i feel like shit like why am i sad when i should be happy yeah i thought i married the girl in my dreams and what why am i feeling like shit why Mm. why yeah and then all this time without even seeking sort of help yeah I finally went to see psychiatrists psychologists and yep. um and and here's the thing as well last november i started at a company called employsure and this company so they deal in workplace relations yeah and i was talking to someone pretty close to me and uh it, yeah um i was just in a bit of a funk and they turned around and said to me why don't you read the quran because he was Muslim. And I was like, what? And he was like, read the Quran. He goes, I'm not asking you to convert to Islam. Mm. Like, you don't, yeah, you, you know, you don't have to become one of us, he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but read the Quran. Yeah. And so I did. Okay. Right? And I started reading it. Now, six months ago, from, uh, we'll say, January last year, up until November last year, I I, I changed as a person. Mm. Like ruthless, didn't care about anyone. I was like, "Fuck it, stampede, mate." Yeah, I was whoever was in my way, move the fuck out of my way, mate. Yeah, don't stay mad, right? And and I started reading this book, and I thought, wow, like it, it's it, it sort of like. I don't know. It made sense. It, it, it related to me. And it was so simple. It's it's like a book of of common sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you know what I mean? And people don't know this like yeah. because they're like, oh, Islam, you know, it's you know, terrorism and all this shit. But it's really not, man. Mm. Like the Muslim religion, it's peace. You know what I mean? It's, it's a way of life. Mm. And I started reading it. And there's things in there that I was just like, man, like I should really put this into practice. Mm. And so I did. I started waking up and thinking, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, the person that has the most money in the world isn't always going to be the happiest because yeah. you know, the one thing they lack is the love and respect of people close to them. Yeah. Because they're so arrogant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I thought gambling, like if I've got enough money and I can do this and that, and you know, everyone will love me, but yeah. it doesn't work like that, man. No. Cause you're still pushing everyone away with your lies, your bullshit, you know, your anger. Mm. And so the Quran helped me. And, and, I still read it. Like, I read a little bit each day. Yep. And, yeah, I, look, I'll never convert to a religion because I don't believe in certain things, but...
1: No, but, but you also don't have to, you know? No, and, that's and, it. And whether it's what you're reading or whether it's any literature, if it if it makes you feel better... Makes sense. Then f- go for it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the, what, yeah. what it is, you know? You, you, it, I think I think there's too much focus on if something's got a label or or a you know, or even a oh, I don't know, a perceived label, then you've got to certain do certain things or act or commit to a certain thing. Fuck that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you found something that you're reading that makes yeah. you feel better and makes you wake up yeah. happier or and makes you feel like your uh your 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 time and your your life is more purposeful, or happier, or whatever.
0: Uh,
1: great, yeah, yeah.
0: Why not do it? Why not do it? Yeah, that's it. It's like music, man. Music makes everyone happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where would we be without
1: music, mate? You know, it's something I talk about all the time, and it's and I'm really big on uh, uh, get you know making sure music's always played in the house. And, mm. and when I say that, I'm not forcing music through the speakers of the house, but we've my wife and I regularly got music playing, and the kids are. Like kids love music, yeah. and my theory is, I know everyone's different, but and I know you you'll relate to this, Rob. The way what music did for me when I was a kid, when I was a kid, but even as an adult, and still does for me, if that can, if that can have an, an effect in any way on on my kids, then that's great. Because, and like I said, everyone's different. For some people, it might be movies, or for some people, it might be going for a walk, music. Um, for, for me, and I know um, I'm sure you're, you can relate, was a powerful thing and, and continues to be a powerful thing.
0: In so many moods, though, as well.
1: Oh, mate. It, people, you know, if you look through my playlist at the moment on Spotify, <laughs> like it'd be the last, you know, six artists played would have been fucking John Lennon. Then Metallica, yeah. then Ed Sheeran, yeah. and then you know what I mean, Guns and Roses, no, Charlie. Yeah, but that's the thing, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. so there's no pattern to it. But no. that's what music is. You yeah. don't need to stick to one fucking genre or, yeah. you know, and and it's and if I f- if I'm driving to work and go, yeah, I'm in the mood for a bit of Green Day.
0: Yeah. sweet. Yeah.
1: You know, and if that if that helps me start my day, but just the other day, you know, when I posted it on the humans Instagram account, for some reason I just flicked on Weezer. You remember yeah, Weezer? Yeah, yeah, and it just yeah. gave me a buzz for the yeah, morning, it made man. You and happy I, man. I, you know, I just started the day fantastic. And yeah. I'm like,
0: eh. you know why? So it's like it's like it jogs that part of your brain that takes you back to that moment in that mate, time, mate, and you yeah. think, yeah, fuck. I was 16 when I was listening to that. And yeah. at 16, we we're hanging around and doing yeah. this. Or you'll be <laughs> thinking, you know, this reminds me of this. Yeah. And, and, and that's like the whole point. Gambling, man. That's what it is as well, yeah? Takes you back. All right, got to get that win like I had six right. years ago.
1: I've heard people talk. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely.
0: so you got the shining lights and everything's happening in this yeah. venue, man. you got the music going. You're like, yep, you hear your favourite song and... People are offering you free drinks, and you know, even when I went to Vegas, like, shit, man, different world. Jump off the plane, walk up the runway, pokey machines, there, bang. Yeah, yeah. Now, we brought a fair amount of cash with us on that trip, yeah. And like, casino wars, you against the house, card for card, let's do it, and you're dropping. Two, three, four hundred bucks. You know what I mean. Like in the space of minutes, and all of a mm. sudden you're two, three, four thousand dollars up.
1: Mm. You
0: know what I mean. But you got the lights, and you're yeah. drinking for free. Yeah, right. You're giving a two dollar tip. So you're smashing the booze, and you're gambling. But yeah. it's the lights, and everything's electric, and yeah. like music. Um, when when you're gambling, it's the same sort of thing. It triggers that thing in your brain where you're just like, oh, this is sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. But really, it's. A different outcome music yeah all it does is keep you happy or make you sad and think about that time yeah but this shit here man once you walk out of that venue you're just like man where's that you know so is th- that 308 i don't want to blow my face off kind of shit yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so the tr- you know the triggers that you talk about that trigger those chemical reactions in your mind mm. it's an it's a fascinating sort of link that you've made with like we were just talking about music being Mm. That happy trigger and that happy chem- chemical—that sort of
0: yeah—but same thing, yeah. But opposite ah. end of the scale, yeah. So it all relates, man. Yeah. But like, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, it just gives you that same sort of feeling. Um, but in saying that, like the Quran, like I was saying, it, it yeah, it helped. Yep. It really did. Um, and
1: and continues to.
0: Yeah, I read a, a sort of a page every day, and yeah, you know, I was always like. You know, fuck the Muslims, this and that, they're terrorists. And I was just so naive into mm. them as people. And I worked at Tip Top for two years, right? And You know, Tip Top, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I worked there for two years. And this is a funny story. I was sitting in the lunchroom on an afternoon shift. It was four till midnight. And there was a group of Afghans I worked with, right? And they'd sit there and they are all eating together. It was actually Ramadan. First time I sort of sat with them and they were always talking you know in afghan and that and mm. i was the only white guy there and sitting in the lunchroom on my own and they'd be like oh you come and sit with us i be like no nah, man like you're good do you know what i mean like fuck that and he's like try this food and i was like no nah, no fucking way man anyways he goes why not i said like, i don't want it why are you talking to me stick to your group leave me alone and the next day this is what Ramadan's about right the next day uh his name was Sammy, actually. There were three brothers, Sammy, Assad, and uh, Khalid. And Sammy brought in a bowl with this food. And because he knew I was on my own, I was a little bit prejudiced. Mm. He put it in front of me and said, here, eat this. I was like, fuck off. And I tried it, and it was just like mum's stew.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, had the beef and, the, and, and you know, you got your, your green beans and your carrot, potato. Mm. I thought, fuck, how good's this? And I said, "Where are you guys from?" And they're like Afghanistan, and I started talking to him. And all of a sudden, the white guy that hated him mm. was the white guy sitting with him, and all the other white guys were just like, "What the fuck's he doing?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And realised that, hang on, man, they're not evil. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I was so naive. A, yeah.
1: To, to there's a, there's a really sad, um, you know, I was, yeah, it's like. It's one of those things that has been almost – and I think I, – I, I, when I think about how people think about certain people in the, in the community, I feel like a lot of that's drilled from media and there's a sad perception of anyone who might be from, you know, countries in the Middle East or, you know, and that's driven from, you know, horrible events that have happened that there might be people from that, you know, but small – Percentages of people from some communities like that, but for some reason, as a community, we've decided that's everyone from that from that continent, and it's really sad.
0: That's our culture, man.
1: But but it is, and and I think I say that it probably was in my mind at some point in my life as well. Mm. Until you know you you, you sort of you, you sit back and actually think about it, and you go, "What the fuck am I thinking like that for?" It's ridiculous, mm. you know. And I'm really grateful that I grew up in a in a in a respectful welcoming sort of family you know like
0: so did i but yeah but
1: the thing is that but it was probably drilled into our demographic maybe i don't, I don't know Yeah, the
0: people you hang around yeah. exactly yeah even yeah, yeah do, my, know, do you know yeah.
1: one of the things for me um rob is and one of like i said I, i've never been a, a rate i fully silly in terms of racism and that sort of thing but i a real um mind changer or not changer but I've, i was made to think differently a few years back my daughter's autistic she doesn't you know she the way she thinks is very black and white so she doesn't see a lot of that sort of the difference in people do you know what i mean in yeah, terms yeah. of race or anything like that yeah. so for her a person's a person yeah and, and and your judgment on them is – can't be made until you actually know them. Yeah. Or hear from them. Yeah. Or – do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that black and white thinking and watching her in, you know, just in, in the out, – out in the public or whatever and sort of think – and look, kids are innocent in general. Yeah. But they look at some people and think, oh, you know. But that stems from parents as well, right?
0: He hasn't got shoes. Mm. His top's ripped.
1: We – my okay. wife took um, my daughter into the city recently, a few weeks ago, and she found it really confronting. All the homeless people, yeah. not confronting that she didn't want to be there, confronting that why can't we help them? Why, why are they, why are they sitting there with dirty and uh, no shoes? Uh, and the f- all she wanted to do was go and buy f- food for them because she's yeah. like, it doesn't make sense. Like, what you know? Now that's coming from a kid. She's nine. Yeah. So she went. She basically nah, there was a particular. Um, girl with a or lady with a dog, and she she pushed my wife to go and said, "We, we I just want to." We were now having lunch actually, and said, I, yeah. "I I don't want this. I want to go give it to them because it it didn't make sense to her that were pe- that there were people that couldn't have food and yeah. uh, and I just thought, Fuck, you know, it blows me away that shit. Yeah, and yeah. you think there's some pe- there's adults yeah. who have lived a whole life who should know better
0: that are fucking pigs, like people who are forcing. People to stay in venues and gamble their fucking money away. Yeah. What? So we can become like them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. These people are down on their luck exactly. for a reason. Man. Exactly. Like whatever, whatever it is, they're on the streets for a reason, and and the government aren't doing enough to prevent that. No. And I can't. It, and, and see how it all comes back to absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So so we've gone from talking about an addiction to the Quran to being racist and then all of a sudden we're back here again and yeah. it's just a revolving circle man it just goes back and forth
1: you know what i mean like absolutely and i think it's um it's not enough you know there's not enough human traits in society no nah. and when i say that i mean being human is actually being compassionate yeah and, and thinking
0: we all bleed for red.
1: yourself and not yeah. thinking about i'm going to i'm not going to go and suggest to this twenty eight year old that maybe you've pumped enough money into that machine tonight. How about you go home and you know, if you need a cab, I'll fix you up. There's not enough of that. No. You know what I'm No. There's not. It's it yeah. And look, I'd like to I like to talk about this stuff. I no. really appreciate you talking about this stuff. No. I'm not gonna change the fucking population of the world. No. But maybe there's a couple of people that might listen and go,
0: Yeah.
1: Should it, think different. I'm not trying to make people think differently, by the way. No, no. I'm trying to make people just think about, like you um, mentioned to me the other day that you'd listened to John Gulzaris' episode. Loved it. What
0: a what, what a gentleman, man. What a, he's such a nice guy. You know, and I've never met him. Unbelievable guy. Unbelievable <laughs> never unbelievable met the guy. guy. And I'm just like, I like this guy, so, man. So
1: he's a guy who seeked asylum, got here, and he's done more from the for the community in Dandenong yeah. and probably Greater Melbourne. Yeah. Than people who will sit there and say I'm an Aussie through and through. Fuck everyone else. Where, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, think about it. Like yeah. these guys. It's not until you. See, I, I feel so privileged to have sat down with John and, and yourself and, and and all these great people that have come on this podcast. And I just want to do it more and more because yeah. it's. I'm learning, and and I, I can't wait to share this when I get home with my wife and and my kids when they're old enough to sort of listen to. You and me swear. Well, I'm, sure <laughs> that, I'm, sure, I'm sure. they hear it enough. But yeah. you, you know, it's yeah. just it's, it's it's what it's about. I, yeah. And and I wanted to. I suppose we'll wrap up soon. I've had you trapped in here for a while. But
0: I've got before. you go on, I, There's a couple of things I'll go on about quickly. But you finish sure. what you were saying.
1: No. Well, I, was, I just I was going to put you, and you can you can skip it, and maybe we'll come to it later if you want. But I guess I was going to. It might sound a bit cliched, but is it? Is there, is there a suggestion that you've got for anyone who might have been or anyone who might be in a similar position that you have been in over the last 18 years that isn't – is just one of those little things that you might have, thinking back, wished you'd heard from someone?
0: Not not so much that, but I will say this. There is help out there. Yep. Don't be scared to speak up. You're not weak. You've got an issue. You've got an addiction. You're not right in the head, mate. You're sick. You are sick. Yeah? So go seek help. We, uh, uh, yeah, Anyone that has contact with this podcast, get in contact with Luke. Um, he'll put you on to me. If you want to come to a meeting, I can you know, point you in the right direction.
1: Awesome. Um, That's great.
0: And it's not just for gambling, mate. Whatever addiction you've got, if you feel like you can't talk to your family or whatever... Like, get in touch with us, or especially Luke. He'll put you on to me. Um, but th- just before you go out and drop that next cent or, um, you know, go to school that next hit or mm. even go and, you know, have sex with another woman, man, and, and you're thinking, fuck, this is getting me on a joke. Think about your family, who you're hurting, and, and, and what the outcome is going to be, because it's never happy. Mm. Yeah? And yep. it's not worth putting yourself in a hole to support not only the government, but these venues that are mm. you know, causing the ruckus mm. that's, that's happening yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And it'll never go away. Yeah, But if we all sort of slow down and just try and work our way out of it and not go, then eventually these joints will have to shut down, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good man and, and look, I guess there's, you know, there's things that people can search for on the internet to for help Yeah, um, yep. too, so percent. appreciate that.
0: No worries. Now, I just want to say quickly, how long we got, a couple of minutes? No, as long as you want. All right. so um, the importance of workplace relations.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here we go, right. So did anyone, I, I, did you hear about, was it Coles or Woolworths Wo- the other day?
1: Woolies, yeah, I think Woolies. Yeah. With the, with, the, with the underpaying. How much? $300 million? Right. Over Was how it? many years? Oh, I don't know. Nine years? Nine.
0: You know why? Because they probably thought that they were paying their workers the right award, mate. Now, any business owner that is listening to this, mm. do not be naive, mate. You may think that you know everything about business, but when it comes to legislation mm. in this country, we've got over 1,200 awards in this country, mate. Legislation mm. in this country is higher than anywhere around the world, mate. We we live in such a complex country. Mm. So I hear of businesses, um, five staff members, they're full-time, we're going to pay them above award. All of a sudden, this employee quits or gets sacked. Mm. Um, Being there for six years takes them to fair work, all because in their contract it didn't state that we're not going to pay them penalty rates, right? Well, guess what? That employer now has to back pay six years worth of overtime Mm. even though he's paying above award. Yeah. The misconception that employers have these days of thinking they're doing the right thing.
1: It seems to be a lot in the news, eh? Like, you know, it seems to be a, I don't know, if it's easily overlooked or naive.
0: You're naive, mate. You think, because you know your industry. I'm a cabinet maker, mate. I know everything that goes on in this industry. Yeah, Yeah, okay, good glad you can build a cabinet man or build a kitchen or (laughs) yeah whatever whatever industry you're in fantastic yeah Mm, mm. but if you don't have the right policies and procedures in place right and the right things in your contract you're going to get put in a situation (laughs) like the biggest chain that we've got in this country has just been done for yeah and and the importance of it um you know make sure you get on top of it and that's what I do.
1: So like, yeah, I was going to say. So f- absolutely, feel free to plug what you do, man, because it's yeah. that's what it is. You're helping that situation, yeah.
0: Exactly. Like so, what we do is we make sure that employers are safeguarded and protected when it comes to their contracts and compliant with their, you know, not only employment contracts but OH&S. Yep. These days, if you're on a job site and your you know, employee falls and dies, there's no more fines, mate. You're off to prison and you're having a really long holiday, mm, mm. yeah? And, and the severity of the of the death equals more. You know, the length of your time. Mm. Now, death is death. Yeah. Yeah? So once you're dead, obviously that's severe. Yeah. Yeah? But even injury, mate, if, if you're negligent
1: yeah, in providing okay. a
0: safe workplace for your workers yep. right, or having the right sort of policies in place on, in writing – and you know, mm. whatever um, you're gonna, you're gonna be stuffed. Yeah. You really are.
1: So you talk to businesses, big and small, uh, small
0: to medium. Yeah. Okay. Um, up to we'll say two to three hundred employees. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. As me, as little as one. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Now what we do is we come out. We basically talk to you in regards to what you've got in place when it comes to your documentation, um, and just go over it. At the end of the day, if we find that your documents are good, yeah, and and Know they're compliant and you're protected, then yep. good on you. Yeah, it's a free appointment where where you can um, it's worth, get some clarity, worth checking. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. But hey, if we do uncover some gray areas, yeah. then this is what we can do to help. Um, Perfect, this is yeah. how much it's going to cost. And if you want to take it up, you can, there's no obligation. Uh, but I suggest everyone get on it because the you know it's starting to become, yeah. A massive a thing. thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, death in the workplace, like, that <clears throat> shit shouldn't happen, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like us. We're, even workplace bullying, if you haven't got you – know, remember when we were bakers, man, and, like, we'd work – <laughs> we, <laughs> Like we worked not go into detail, but <laughs> we used to cop it, man. Mate, like,
1: yeah. And we laughed, but uh, – and, look, we didn't get hurt, and we didn't no. do anything that probably really could have hurt us in terms of physically, but yeah. – you know, we worked in it probably in a period in the sort of early two thousands. I guess it was yeah. where there was some pretty some pretty loose stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. And again, and again, times change too. Like y- you can't think, um, you know. And that's why you, you hear people that are in their eighties yeah. and they say some stuff that is so politically incorrect, but yeah. they grew up. That's not them. That's just how they grew up. I know it's still not okay in a lot yeah. of cases, but you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like, like a guy I spoke to the other week. I, I, won't, I can't
1: mention names, <laughs> Please business, don't. But I said, <laughs>
0: you know, I said um, how's your workplace, mate? How's it going? He's like, yeah, great. I said, you got contracts? He's like, no. Nah. I said, so what happens if someone takes you to fair work? He goes, I'll take them out the back, dig a hole and put him in it. And I'm like, mate, I'm thinking <laughs> – yeah. At how old are you, man? And he yeah. was, like, sounded at least he was seventy, smoking a pack a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll take him out the back and put him in a no, hole. And the frightening thing is, he was probably legit, man, because it was like regional Victoria. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. What's
1: the, what's your business? What's the company called? Employee Shore
0: Workplace Relations Specialists. Um, look us up online. So uh, we're a private entity. Nothing to do with the government. Yep. If you do decide you want an appointment, um. Rob Metalli <laughs> from Epoyshaw. He's, he's the man. Yep. Just give us a call um, and I will have a chat to you. And if it's something that's of interest, we can always set up a one-on-one. Um, and Beautiful. And not only that, um, yeah,
1: try. I, I, I recommend it anyway. Hey, listen, thank you for that. That's good advice. Yep. But thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story, man.
0: That's right. I might have to come in and do the, the second part of it. There's more.
1: All right, let's do it. Yeah. All right, we'll do. We'll make that happen. We'll make yep. that happen. Done. I think, genuinely, I do appreciate it, and I, I just hope that, it's great to hear that you're, you're in the ro- on the right track. Yep. Um, I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I dare say there's still a fair bit of work for you. Hundred percent. Yeah. And you so know the rest that. of your life, mate. Of course. Yeah. Of so. course. But, um, you. You're taking the right steps. I'm no professional, but I can see that you are, and I know that you're making an effort. I know you. You're a fucking great person, so keep at it, man. Thank you, Luke. And thank you so much for coming in. Appreciate it.